Welcome to the Nintendo Dance Podcast, episode 360, recorded on January 27th, 2022. It's just me tonight. Let's just, let's get this thing started. Greetings. Welcome to this week's episode of the Nintendo Dance Podcast. I am Jesse Waldack. I am running solo tonight. Everyone else had things going on. Tim might join us later if I'm not done before he's off work. But since I'm by myself, this is not going to be a two and a half hour show. I can guarantee you that. So, yeah, we, as the chat's already figured out, not that we haven't been plugging it at all, but a lot of Pokemon news. Uh, you know, my normal Pokemon Minute stuff, but no one's here to stop me from talking a little bit more about it. Plus, we do have other normal news and uh, talking about, a, you know, our normal plan, but we also have three weeks worth of what I've been playing because we haven't talked about it in the last two weeks. So again, which means next week, they'll have four weeks to talk about so not sure how well this this is going to turn out but let's uh, get this thing started our news is brought brought to us by all of our patrons at patreon.com slash Nintendo Dads for as little as a dollar. You can join our community on Discord and just have fun talking with everybody. Uh, there's you If you listen to the show, you have you know the spiel. You have channels for each of our other shows, including, you know, Dads After Dark has a monthly mayhem and everything. Plus, we have additional root channels for the $5 plus tier. And if you're a Twitch subscriber, you should be able to access that as well. The $5 tier. And if you're not DM us and we'll get you straightened out. Uh, also sponsored by Manscaped and Gooder, but we'll talk about those later. So our f- first news, first headline I wanted to talk about is this is the eve of Pokemon Legends Arceus, as you know. So, I found out last week when my pre-order went through that if you purchase it, the game digitally, you'll get a code in an in an email separate from your normal purchase receipt to give you thirty heavy balls in the game. So just free, just redeem the code in the in-game, and they're yours to they're yours to use. Also, there was there's a one a day one patch already out there to get the game to version 1.0.1. So make sure you have that down update downloaded before you start the game. If you've bought it on eShop, you probably already have it. If you've bought the game on cart, you'll have to download the patch. People are already wondering what the Manscaped, Man- Manscaped ad is going to be like. Don't worry, it isn't me reading it. Justin gave me a, re- a pre-recorded copy for that (laughs) okay for the three of you who are still playing animal crossing pocket camp the app has been updated to version 5.0 this 
uh, this update brings more animals and villagers for your campsite and a new a new smart device widget plus a new pocket planner feature what what makes makes it a better experience i'm not sure what they're saying in chat but, um okay so again i i've never played the game i think some of the others might have dabbled in it so i don't know anything about it but Pocket Camp's got an update. So last week, Banjo-Kazooie released on the Nintendo 64 NSO application. And with that update, also had a patched emulator. So it didn't fix all the problems yet. But the, like, the, the problem that was noticed in the Legend of Zelda Ocarina at a time, where the water layer wasn't rendering right in the uh, Dark Link room, that's been mostly fixed. I don't think they, they said it wasn't perfect, but it is an improvement. The fog, in, just in general, still isn't rendering. But hopefully, if they, if they fixed the water, hopefully they can fix the fog in the future update. Yacht Club Games Presents is scheduled for next week. So they're they're kicking off the media train if you can call it that, I don't know. Uh, February first, five o'clock p.m. Eastern time. It will be on G4 TV's Twitch channel of all places. I don't know, but I I, I plan on watching it and uh, taking notes so we can talk about it next week. For game release updates, uh, Aztec Forgotten Gods, which was slotted as early 2022. Now has a date of March 10th. And Two Point Campus is has a release date of May 17th. So that was a quick f shot of the news. Uh, before going on, I will I'll do our event events plug. So again, every every third Friday of the month. Actually, let's do this. There. Yeah. Now we can do events. <laughs> the dinner table is every third Friday of the month, where Tim and the Nintendo Dads community get together to discuss whatever is on everyone's mind. Uh, we had that. So that was last week. And they talked about... St start. The focus was Spider-Man and uh, spoilers. Basically, and then the conversation kind of spread from there. I talked about other things, Marvel, other things, MCU, other things, Disney. So it kind of it all spread out. We were talking about uh, the the Daredevil show and the the other, you know, Netflix TV shows like Luke Cage, Defenders, etc. And I mentioned that the I didn't I've never saw the third season of of Daredevil, and then I had multiple people say that's the best season. You need to fix that, and so I did. In like four or five days, I completely finished watching season three. So I finished that last night, and yeah, I agree. That was the best season, and, and so. Kind of small side note. So I was watching the normal news shows. I watched 
the Book of Boba Fett, and I watched Peacemaker, and then there was a plug at the end of Peacemaker for Doom Patrol. And I had no idea Doom Patrol Season 3 came and went before before Peacemaker even started. So I'm like, oh, great, another show I'm behind on. So that's, that's something else I need to do between all the, uh, the gaming. All right. Uh, okay, this is going to be a short show if it's just me. Uh, before going on to the ad break, I, I'll go ahead and do the poker. Poke a minute. I hate you all. So, okay. Pokemon Go events. Team Go Rocket is back at it again with new Shadow Pokemon under their control. Shadow Voltorb, Chikorita, Cyndaquil, Totodile, Wizmer, and uh, Hopopotus. I for- wanted to practice saying that before I recorded, and I completely forgot to do that. <laughs> Hopopotus. During the event, you can use Charged TM to help a Shadow Pokemon forget the Charged Attack frustration. This event started on Monday the 24th and go through Sunday the 30th at 10 o'clock local time, a.m. So, I completely forgot about this after I added it to the notes. So, this is something I, I, I want to do. Not necessarily catch the Shadow Pokemon, but at least go through and make all of the shadow Pokemon I have forget frustration and actually learn a move so they're useful. Okay. More information about Pokemon Go Tour Johto. During the 12-hour event, five habitats will rotate hourly to change which Pokemon are available in the wild. Pokemon associated with New Bark Town will be at the 9 a.m. and 2 p.m. hours. Violet City at the 10 a.m. and 3 p.m. hours. National Park at 11 a.m. and 4 p.m. hours. Goldenrod City at 12 p.m. and 5 p.m. hours. Mount Silver at 1 p.m. and 6 p.m. hours. And the last two hours from 7 to 9, all the Pokemon from all the habitats will be spawning. So, additional updates for February. Trainers who purchase the Pokemon Go Tour Johto event ticket and log into the game before February 10th can take part in the third season of Heritage's timed research event where you'll be trying to catch as many Pokemon as you can to, to get rewards. In previous months, it was the amount of Stardust collected. This month was the amount of XP earned. Next month is just Pokemon caught, if I, if I remember right. Community Day will be on February 12th, featuring Hopip. February's Breakthrough Encounter is Esper. This month's, or next month's five-star raids will be Regirock from the 1st through the 9th, then Registeel to the 16th, then all four forms of Deoxys, starting with Normal Form through the 19th, Attack Form to, to the 22nd, Defense Form to the 25th, and Speed Form through March 1st. With the exception of during the Pokemon Go Tour Johto event, then Raikou, Entei, Suicune, Lugia, and Ho-Oh will be in raids. And for Mega Raids next month, Mega Houndoom will be from the 1st through the 15th, and Mega Ampharos will be through March 1st after that. So let's quickly cut to... I need to set up, I forgot to set up my uh, scenes here. 
let's uh, cut to Justin's with a pre-recorded ad break for Manscaped and Gooder. Hey folks, Supported Nintendo Dads is brought to you by Gooder. Uh, and now, ladies and gentlemen, we've talked about Gooder before, and we're excited in 2022 to continue our partnership with Gooder and the Nintendo Dads community. Of course, we've talked about it before. Gooder thinks gaming should be fun, and absolutely your gear should be too. They make fantastic, fun, and functional sungla- sunglasses that everyone can afford. And of course, these fantastic glasses that I'm wearing right here, which are, it's not just a game, it's not just a game. Uh, these are blue light or blue mirage glasses, which, hey, help block that blue light. Because I'm in front of my games. I'm, I'm hitting the wins on Rainbow Six Extraction, right? I'm hitting the W's in Apex Legends. Man, I'm I'm killing it, right? Well, by the way, hey, why blue light makes your eyes sore, so doctors say. So, hey, wear some blue light glasses. These are absolutely fantastic. True story. Absolute true story. Uh, work from home. Wear these all day. I'm in front of screens. I'm in front of uh, Zoom calls all day. And I literally have people come on and they haven't seen me for a while. Like, wow, Justin, those are really awesome glasses. Uh, where are, are those new? And I'm like, well, they are new. And they're like, well, where did you get them from? I'm like, well, they're blue light glasses, blue mirage, might I say. And they're from Gooder. And I say, hey, by the way, you can head over to Gooder.com. And of course, use the code NINDADS, N-I-N-D-A-D-S, at checkout for 15% off. Because they are absolutely the best things uh, that I wear. I absolutely love my Gooder glasses. These ones for gaming all the time. I've got three pairs of Gooder glasses for Sunnies. That's right. Not just, not only do they make amazing gaming glasses, they also make absolutely amazing sunglasses. I mean, that's kind of where their bread and butter is, to be completely honest, where they started off and they moved into the gaming space because they're like, hey, gamers, they need sunglasses. They need amazing things to protect their eyes. And of course, Gooder shows up and makes these incredible, incredible glasses. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. My, I'm kind of a bigger guy, kind of a bigger, fatter head. I go with the BFGs, right? These have wider frames, longer arms, and bigger lenses. Now, these ones that I'm wearing right now, these are, the, like I said before, it's it's not just a game, but I've also got these fantastic, uh, just knock it on glasses, they're called, uh, and, uh, and they're sunnies, and I absolutely love them. They are fantastic. They're comfortable. Uh, I 100% love Gooder. We're excited to continue our relationship with them in 2020, 2022. And we're hoping that you jump in on this ride as well. So again, head over to Gooder.com, use the code NINDADS, N-I-N-D-A-D-S, at 50, for 15% off at checkout. Uh, and folks, th- you pick up a couple glasses. They're absolutely fan-fantastic. And by the way, they add new ones uh, to their lineup all the time. So maybe maybe you'd go back and, wow, that one's brand new. That one's cool. Awesome. All the Nintendo dads uh, have several pairs of Gooder glasses, including a couple of them for our gaming as well. So hopefully you'll jump in on that train as well and jump over there and support Gooder. Uh, and again, guys, thanks for supporting us. Thanks for supporting Gooder. We appreciate it. Hey, look good, game Gooder. Back to you. Supporting Nintendo dads is brought to you by Manscaped. Now, ladies and gentlemen, roses are red, violets are blue. Don't let wild hairs wreck you. Valentine's Day is just around the corner. And our sponsors, Manscaped, are here with the best tools to get you ready for that special occasion. All right. The V-Day, Valentine's Day, it's coming. So you got to join the four million men worldwide who trust Manscaped. So you got to get yourself ready for Valentine's Day. You got to do some some manscaping. You got to groom yourself, take care of yourself, get yourself ready for that special special day, all right? 
There, of course, Manscaped is, of course, the leaders in below-the-waist grooming. With their exclusive, our exclusive offer, go to manscaped.com and use the code NINDADS, N-I-N-D-A-D-S, for 20% off and free shipping. You're like, Justin, listen, I don't even know where to start with Manscaped. What do I do? What should I be picking up? Let me tell you right now what you should be doing. Head over to manscaped.com and write, boom, bang, right on the front of the webpage, it says special offer, because I'm going to tell you right now, that is the absolute banger of a deal. And you can order this right now. And by the way, it'll be there before Valentine's Day. You know, it'll be there in time. So you go over, what do they got? The Performance Package 4.0. What? What? And what's in the for, the Performance Package 4.0? Well, it includes the Lawn Mower 4.0. It's a, it's a skin-safe electronic trimmer. They got the Weed Whacker. That's ear and nose hair trimming. Boom, because you know you need that as well. Right, you got to make sure your entire body is groomed and ready. You got the Crop Preserver. I personally absolutely love the Crop Preserver. It is anti-chafing ball deodorant. I know it sounds crazy, but guys, come on. You put deodorant on your other the other like sweaty, stinky spots of your body, why would you not put it there? You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. You got the crop reviver and you have got a magic mat, right? So that you can just kind of do it in the the bathroom on the, on, you know, instead of doing the shower. So you clog it. Listen, I'm a hairy guy. All right. If I just start manscaping in the shower, my clogs, my, my drains be clogged. So they've got this mat you can put down. You can just shave yourself before you get in the shower. Boom. And it's disposable. Throw in the garbage. No fuss, no mess. It's fantastic. But of course, with the performance package 2.0 or sorry, 4.0, they have amazing free gifts that they're also including. So those things, like I just mentioned, the lawnmower, the weed whacker, the crop preserver, the crop reviver, the magic mat. Well, by the way, they also throw in two free gifts the shed travel bags the travel bag i should say i say bags because i got two of them that's how much i love them guys toiletry bags right you guys listen gentlemen you should have a proper toiletry bag you know what i'm talking about none of this like big ziploc bag a proper proper toiletry bag where you throw all of your manscape products right maybe your toothbrush maybe your uh your deodorant by the way they have deodorant as well at manscaped as well not just for your ball but for your actual armpits as well you can pick up okay i digress the tool the shed i like but ladies and gentlemen that's not all they also throw in the manscaped anti-chafe boxers that is a heck of a deal. Heck, heck of a deal. And right now, if you head over there, uh, it is, uh, you know, pick it up, Performance Package 4.0, and use the code NINDADS, N-I-N-D-A-D-S, at checkout for 20% off and free shipping. Now is the time to join Cupid and shoot your arrow with Manscaped this Valentine's Day. Thanks very much. And of course, Manscaped, thank you for your support. Okay, thank you, Justin, for the pre-recorded ad read. <laughs> okay, so next up, I need to find myself in the notes. Okay, it's uh, what I've been playing. Okay, so again... Since we haven't talked about what we've been playing for the last two weeks, I've been collecting the games I've been playing for, for the last three. So some of the stuff is kind of old, but you know, I need I need to fill time. Otherwise, this will be a twenty-five minute episode, and I don't want it that short. <laughs> so the first game I wanted to talk about is Top Shop. This was uh, this is a PlayStation One game that I sorry I don't remember who was hosting it, but someone from the Retro Logic was hosting a game. There was a website 
that runs a PS1 emulator, he, he provided the, the ROM or the ISO image for the game to create a room where multiple people could join in. I think it can play up to a four-player game. So, uh, and it, so top. So that was we had some technical issues with that, but you know, overall, it it did seem to work pretty well. They, uh, it's kind of like a Monopoly spinoff. Not really spinoff. It's not related to Monopoly at all. But it's like think if you know what Fortune Street is, you know, it's like it's a Monopoly like but different. That's kind of what Top Shop is. It's also it's a monopoly like in that you can you buy properties or these like storefronts at a mall in this case, uh, and then, but it you know it's not monopoly. It's it's got different rules. And again, so I don't fully remember everything I did. I somehow managed to win the game just because I got lucky. Uh, sometimes you get like random effects, like. Uh, you have to move to this specific space or move to an unoccupied space or, you know, one and the one that triggered was everyone has the same amount of money as you do. And he happened to have the most money as he in cash on hand. So he had like 4,000, he had over 4,000, not gold or dollars or yen, but whatever the, in that in-game currency was. So therefore all of us had over 4,000 of the currency and the rules were the first person had 10,000 wins. And so I was able to win on the next game on the next round. So completely lucky. I had nothing to do with it. It just, I was just able to take advantage of someone else's rotten luck. So that, that that's a game that I wouldn't mind playing again. If they, if they get it back in contact with me and saying, Hey, we're hosting this game again for another night. Yeah. I joined them. It was a fun game. Okay, Picross S7, that came out on the 10th. I finished it on the 12th. <laughs> um, not because I finished it in two days. If, if you remember, I bought it when Jap when the, I bought it from the Japanese eShop, so I had access to the game two weeks early. So when I posted my screenshot of, you know, thank you for playing, you completed the game, on Twitter on the 12th, I'm, I... I added a reply of and no I didn't buy it play the whole game in two week in two days I've had the game for two weeks so just in case anyone asked about it but you know you know it's it's like any other pick process game nothing really changed other than to get the bonus puzzles you needed to have four five and six on your safes on your system instead of pre previous versions you needed one two and three and they added touch controls, but I didn't try them. I think the switch is a little bit too large for that to make sense, because you know, a normal stylus with a point like I on the 3DS wouldn't work on the switch. You'd need to have kind of like a rubber tip that's not to a point. So I think it would be hard to find point where you want things drawn, especially on the 40 by 30 puzzle. Where those squares are tiny. I don't know if I'd be able to do it with the touchscreen. So I, I just played the whole game on a on my te my desk monitor like I normally do. Okay, Persona Q2 New Cinema Labyrinth. This is a game I never thought I'd buy. This was like the last big 3DS game, you know, which was released after the Switch launched. 
and didn't sell so well because everyone wanted Switch games. I bought it because there was an eShop sale for 75% off. So I bought, you know, normally a $40 game, I bought it for 10 bucks. The the first Persona Q game, I ended up getting stuck on the third boss just because I, I either needed to grind, I needed to retool my Personas and or both <laughs> in order to get past what the, the boss's gimmick. In this game, same thing happened, but only on the second boss. So I didn't get as far, but I still got 30 hours into it. It's because it took me about 10 hours to get past the first boss. Then it took me another 20 hours to get through that second dungeon. Plus a lot of side stories, side missions, stuff that's optional, but recommended to do to, you know, get more XP, get the bonus items for it. And so I, I, I did complete all of the side missions that were available to, available to me at the time. So yeah, my total playtime was about thirty hours. So you know, yeah, similar to the first Persona Q game, just because I didn't finish it, I think I got my money's worth. So I'm not, I'm not upset about that. Okay, Gora Goa is a that's a weird one. That was actually a game that was released in 2017 or 2018. Uh, this was something that uh, uh, Blanco recommended to me from the, from the Dads After Dark show. It's kind of a spatial puzzle game, but it's done on with, just with like these pictures that are. There is some animation going on, but most they're mostly still. But it's hard to explain without actually seeing it. But there, there's basically four squares on the screen at a time. And everything is done through those four, up to four different panels of art. Sometimes, like you, like if you see, I, I'm just making stuff up now because I don't remember what it was exactly because I played I played this two weeks ago. But say, a person's thinking of a door. But I, I can peel that image away onto one of the blank canvases, and so that the door now is on the other screen. The, the on the first screen, then I can move somewhere else, like, and then I can slide the door that I originally was thinking about into place to actually be a real door that I can walk through. So it's a lot of you know, so it's like a spatial. I don't I can't think of the word I was thinking of. Uh, perspective, perspective. That's the word. Puzzles, and. There's like no words. The, the story is kind of kind of slowly unfolds itself as you play. And I played it and I'm like, I still don't know what's going on. I don't don't know what I did, but I did it. It's a short game. I you know, it played it in like two or three hours. And then when when done it unlocks like you know, a demo that was part of I don't know if it was a PAX or some other trade show in twenty twelve. That you know, completing that also gives you a small achievement. That's you know an even shorter experience. I think I finished it in fifteen or twenty minutes. Some of the puzzles are the same, but some of the puzzles are different. So it's it's not just a smaller piece of the larger puzzle. It it does have new things in it. So if you do play it, uh, give it a go. I I think John did a thirty second review of the game on his channel. So if you're curious about it, check it out and at least. With the images that he shows in the video, you'll understand what I'm talking about. 
I'm being asked in chat if I'm streaming Arceus. I will not be, but Tim will be. I'll talk more about that at the end of the show. What will be ported first to Switch? Twilight Prince, Twilight, what, what Twilight Picross HD or my Nintendo Picross Twilight Princess? Uh, I I wouldn't mind e any of them ported to the Switch. I think I've played them both on the 3DS. All right. RP Golf Legends, the game that came out last week. I didn't get that far into it. I think I'm, I think I've, so it's, it starts off I'm trying to remember, think how to explain this. It, it's the pic, it's, it's like pixely art. A lot of people compare it to to golf story, but this is like a big, like a whole zo like zoomed in. So the, the sprites are larger and more detailed kind of like what you would have expected to see on a GBA at the time. So it versus it being zoomed out and smaller. But yeah, you, you start out on an island where apparently something has put barriers around all the golf holes so no one can play golf. But for some, you, you find this spirit of a golf club which follows you around like a navvy. And uh, as you hit things and kill things with your golf club, he gains, it gains power. And when he has enough power, he can, you can go to a crystal that's generating the field around the hole. And then you can break the crystal opening up the, the hole. So there's like 55 of these things total in the game. So one of the achievements is play all of the holes in the game. You know, it's, N out of 54. The first one doesn't count since that's Tutorial Island, but it's, you know, once you do this to all the other holes and you get that, that credit, and that's probably, like, the entire game. I am... I think I'm working on hole six. So, again, I'm not that all that far into it. Uh, but uh, you're... A lot, most, a lot of the game is talking to people, getting finding quests that they want you to do. You go do those quests... Then you go back and do the reward. So it does have a good quest management system. It's kind of broken down by area, and like the first thing, the first thing you have to do is, you know, get access to the boat. You can get off the first island to go to the next island, where there's more holes you can unlock. I think there's there's at least I know there's more than nine holes for sure. There's I think there's nine holes in the bottom section. Then then you can clear this barrier that's blocking the path to the northern part of that island which will lead to more so again i'm not that far yet and so it's it's you know do, do the quest everyone wants so you can get money so you can buy upgrades get better gear to hit the ball further to do more damage when you're attacking enemies so you at that point it's the typical rpg thing so again i don't ultimately know what the final goal is other than Unlocking all the holes, golf holes. How many balls do you get to put in the holes? Oh, you you are able to collect multiple balls of various colors. Like you can buy white ones, which they have a crafting system where you can buy. Where you have to buy the blueprints, and then buy the ingredients. Like if you have a white ball with red dye, you can make a red ball. In fact, one of the quests is to use a red ball off of the T three times, which took me a while to figure out because 
you can hit a ball anywhere for for no reason, and you lose that ball from your inventory, but so you can walk over and pick it up again. But and you're able to choose which ball you want at that point. But if you're hitting it from a tee, you know, on one of the holes you unlock, you don't choose which color you want. So what I pretty much it's it pretty much goes in your inventory order. Like it goes white, blue, red. So I had to pretty much hit all the white and blue balls somewhere else off to the side. So the red was the top ball in my inventory. Then I can go to a tee, put the red and put, put the red ball in there, and then I could hit it. So I had to do that three times to get credit for that task. And then I had to go and pick up all the balls. If you don't pick up the balls that you knock around, you will lose them if you quit the game. Do you have to clean the balls like in real life? No, there was no ball cleaning uh, mini game. <laughs> so it, it's a game I like. I'm liking it so far. I do want to continue. It's just kind of, it seems like a slow and grindy because, you know, once you unlock a hole, the, you know, the Navi's power drops back down to zero and you have to do various things to fill it up again before you can unlock the next hole. Defeating enemies will do it. Uh, completing holes that you've unlocked with a par or better will give you like a, a roulette wheel of prizes. Some of those prizes include a 25%, a 50%, or a 100% bar fill. That When I hit that <laughs> earlier on, that was nice, but I'm having a hard time hitting it again. So I might have, when I do play it again, I'm going to have to go out in the wild and just beat things up until I get enough energy to unlock the sixth hole. Oh, <laughs> the person asked me questions about the balls is trolling me. And he goes, ignore me. I'm 13 years old. <laughs> I figured, but you know, since I was talking about a golf game, I figured I'd play it straight. Okay. So that, that is a game I want to keep playing on. Nobody Saves the World, which I played on Xbox through Game Pass, is another game that a lot of people are liking. It's meh for me so far. It's, you know, similar to RP Golf Legends. It's, you know, you, you, it's just an open world RPG, go out and figure out what you can do type of thing. But everything's a quest. And, you know, completing quests gives you points, get enough points with the character you have, then you're able to unlock a new transformation in this giant transformation tree. Like, the first thing you transform into is a rat, because you end up finding yourself in a dungeon that you can't get out of, but once you do the quests in the dungeon area, which is literally, you know, walk around it, you know, in, investigate all the items that you can investigate. Then you know you get enough points to want to unlock the rat transformation, and conveniently, there's some there's some rat-sized mouse hole in the wall, which then you can go into it to get to another area, find a, an actual dungeon that you can use to defeat it to get more points, and then with each transformation it has its own set of quests and achievements. That you, these are these things kind of aren't optional because if you want, if you want to, uh, you know, you have to unlock the next set of transformations, so you have to do all the quests of the er earlier transformation, and it does help you like walk you through how to use its abilities, but it sometimes it's still 
confusing and time consuming. Like you the attack is gnaw, so you can see these teeth are going rrr, 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 rrr. and so <laughs> which the gnaw attack can poison the creatures. And once it's fully poisoned, then you can do a, a consume at attack, which is like a special attack, which refills some of the health of your health while doing more damage to the opponent. So the, there are quests slash achievements that you have to do gnaw so many times, poison them so many monsters, you know, use consume on so many poisoned monsters just to get enough points to do the next upgrade. So this game kind of reminds me of, uh, what was the name of that? I looked it up last week, but I didn't talk about it. Uh, Citizens of the Earth or something like that. It was a Wii U game that kind of had an Earthbound-like look where you're the president of the world and you like recruit all these other people. So you were able to ch change into various people to do take their abilities so it's so a lot like that. I don't know if anyone else remembers the game. So, you know, I didn't fi find that interesting to me. I, I want to try this game again, but with so many other things I want to play, I don't know if I'll get back to this one. But, you know, a lot of people in the, in the Discord said that they liked it and or, or were playing it pretty hard. So where are we at here? Okay. All right, the last game I have... And I originally wasn't planning on playing this, but I figured it was free, so why not? Yu-Gi-Oh! Master Duel. It came out earlier this week or last week. It's you know a free-to-play, free-to-download type. You know, it's very mobile. It's designed for mobile games. It's all. It's kind of horribly so. Every, every mobile gimmick that a game's got, this game's got it. You know, it's and it's it's cross-platform. I think on mobile devices and PC as well, not just on the Switch. But it's so you it it'll it will t help you if you don't if you've never played Yu-Gi-Oh before. Going through some of the the tutorial and the solo campaign will help you have an understanding of the concepts. But the problem is this game is designed to be. PvP, you know, player versus player duels. That's where its its highlighted function features are. And if you've never played it before, you're going up against people who've been playing this game for twenty years, people who have intimate knowledge of the ten thousand cards that are out there. And I have, you know, I played the I played the game twenty years ago when it was new. And I, you know, understand how to use the the easier cards, but these newer cards are just bonkers. And like the newer, the, the new playstyle, the the new Yu-Gi-Oh as opposed to the old school Yu-Gi-Oh, like people will like literally play like ten or fifteen cards on their first turn. Like this card lets you summon a, summon another card from the extra deck, or this one lets you pull something play it directly from your deck or let you put it in the card in, in your hand or you can use this to banish a card which then you can use a different card later to bring it back and it's all, all this back and forth like i literally had a person do a synchro summon of three creatures with over three thousand attack points on their first turn 
And yeah, I'm st- I'm literally still playing the starter deck. I d- I have not altered my deck at all. I haven't added additional cards that I've won throughout playing the solo missions. And even if I did, I wouldn't know how to defend against all that. So, uh, so I'm sure there are ways to defend against it. But if you don't know which cards are good to do that, you can't add them to your deck to do that. So, yeah, not a very noob-friendly game. I think, I think you can create like a room with friends. So, if I, I've never, I haven't tried that function yet. My son also downloaded it, and I wanted, I would like to see if I can set up a game, like with the two of us. And like, I think I, I told my daughter about the game too, and see if she'll download it and try to play and see how that works out. At least we'll be on on an equal footing since. We'll all have the similar decks. The, so, I'm familiar with the older school strategies that they're, they're not. So, it probably still wouldn't be a fair fight in that case. But it, at least I'm not up against someone who can beat me in one turn. <laughs> and I think I've played around 15 to 20 online duels. I won maybe seven or eight of them. I want enough to get into the silver rank of their ranked ranked set duels. And at that point, forget it. I have no I had no chance of beating any silver ranked. You know, at, at least the people because they do rank you on a similar scale. They start you off at a rookie level, so these are people who's who's this is their first duel or they've only played one other duel. Then next is the bronze duel. It goes through five ranks of that. You don't lose ranks if you lose. Apparently that does start once you get to gold four. So if you're able to get into the platinum ranking, that means you're winning and you know what you're doing. And I don't know what I'm doing. I barely, I'm lucky I got the silver. But it it, it is satisfying when you beat someone who has a, a prepared deck that has a theme. You can tell that they put effort into building the deck based on the cards they have. And they do work together well. And you beat them with the starter deck. Uh, you know, it it makes me feel good. It probably makes them feel like crap if they real if they realized that I'm still playing with the starter deck. I don't know. <laughs> so it's a game I'll probably continue to play, but solo only. I don't think I'll play online anymore. I don't have a chance. You know, unless I like figure out some of these other advanced duels, uh, advanced summoning techniques. They, they do have tutorials on doing synchro summons, exceed summons, and uh, pendulum summons, and link summons. I think it was like the, the, the newest for ways to do that. And they all have special cards required to do it. But, so, that's, that's Yu-Gi-Oh! Duel Master, and I'll, I'll, I'll look into that. Okay, Okay, yeah, tonight, you know, in about one hour from now at the time of this recording, Pokemon and Arce- Legends Arceus will go live on the eShop. And, uh, excuse me, I'll I'll be playing it. I'm not going to be streaming it, though, cause, but uh, Tim plans, plans on streaming it. He thinks he'll start somewhere around midnight 30 or 1 a.m. Eastern time. 
Yeah, yeah, Chris Chris HL just joined us and said this is my version of the Canadian takeover. Yes, that is exactly what this is. <laughs> okay, what do I have left? Okay. We do have one question from the community. Okay, we got an email from MechaDragon101. And he starts off with, this question might upset Jesse on the show, but I'm going to bring it back anyway. Not knowing that it was going to be a solo show for me. So, <laughs> Lots of fans always complain about how Pokemon has been the same old game for decades now. When you have older RPGs like Final Fantasy and Dragon Quest, that has been doing the same formula for years. Yet people seem excited for Legends Arceus because it's trying something brand new. Though I'm not saying a game can't innovate, it can, but if you are sick and tired of turn-based gameplay from the mainline Pokemon games, you get tons of spin-off Pokemon games like Ranger and Mystery Dungeon to try, which are all different on its own way. I'm probably coming off as a biased fan, but I think Pokemon is fine where it is. What do you think of the franchise still, though? How would you change it if you can? Why do fans complain about the sameness in this game and not the hundreds of other out there that's also been doing similar things for a while? So, um, I, there are differences between Pokemon and Dragon Quest. Final Fantasy, first of all, that Final Fantasy dropped what I thought made Final Fantasy good back with uh, 13. Uh, 13 still had turn-ish combat, but not quite. It, they did make it a weird mechanic, and then they went to an action with, you know, 14 is the MMO, so it's an MMO. And then 15 is pretty much all action, and 7's remakes in action. And so, I'm not a fan of that. I You know, the last the last Final Fantasy game I liked was 12. And Dragon Quest, yeah, it still goes, it still goes to the, the turn-based and similar tropes. But the thing, the difference between Dragon Quest and Pokemon is Dragon Quest a game is more than just its uh, gameplay loop. You know, the Dragon Quest has a new story every time that is unique and different every time. Pokemon stories is always you're a kid getting his first Pokemon from the local professor who meets, who has a rival, who finds a bunch of bullies that you, you ends up be, trying to take over or destroy the world or do something completely off the wall that no 10 year old has any reason to interfere with them yet you do you stop them you win the day you're in the badges you beat the fo- the top four you beat the champion you win i just described 15 different pokemon games with that paragraph but <laughs> if you State the story of a Dragon Quest game. It won't be the same story, even though the gameplay, you know, the spells are the same, the ter- how you attack and use items are the same, but the stories are different. So I think that's the main thing. People are not necessarily tired of the turn-based combat. They're tired of the story. So Arceus changes the gameplay, changes the story. And that's what I think people are looking forward to. Early reviews are positive, you know, high eights, nines, and a few, even a few tens. Where I don't think the uh, Sword and Shield, Let's Go, 
they was I, I in Discord I said that they were meh. People said, oh, I think they were higher than meh, but yeah, they, but they weren't nines. They, they they were eights at most. So this is still getting a higher this is pe- people are not only looking forward to this game because of the changes, but those who have played it are giving it good credit for it. So I'll leave this question on for next week to see if anyone else wants to chime in on that. Um, oh, another thing about, you mentioned spinoff games like Ranger and Mystery Dungeon. Yeah, I don't, those are roguelikes. And I don't like roguelikes. So again, someone like Marty or someone else who does, sure, that might be a good distraction. But, you know, most of the most of the spinoffs are in doing things that I, I know I don't like. Yeah, Pokemon Conquest? I oh, forget about that. That's RTS. <laughs> my son even tried it he goes I don't know what's going on makes you wonder why they even bothered to remake if they wanted to focus on our kids well you know, the the remake was done by a different studio and you know, I, th- I think you know, the pandemic delayed things. I think Arceus was meant to be the November game. The remakes were probably meant to be earlier last year. So I'm still surprised that they only had releasing them two months apart. Yeah. <laughs> Mechadrakis says Troze. Yeah, exactly. We don't need another match to game. Okay. Well, that kind of wraps things up already. I, I didn't quite make an hour. But still, I'm kind of surprised I made it as long as I did. Yeah, yeah. Tim was was gonna see if he can join if his if he was off work beforehand. But I told him, yeah, you'll likely I'll probably be done before you are, and it looks like I am. Okay, so let me get things set up for the ending here. Just, I, I I not often I have to do the soundboard and talk so it's gonna be a little awkward where's my r2 button there it is okay so reminder you know tim will be doing a live stream of pokemon legends arceus in about an hour or two you know the game the game doesn't even come out for an hour for an hour so uh mick is asking if i'm open questions for chat I haven't had a chance to really look at chat much, so I don't think this is a good time to do real-time chat questions. Uh, but again, if you have other questions, feel free to DM us and uh, or email us, and we'll get them next week. So, YouTube, we have almost 5,950 subscribers, so we're getting close to 6,000. Twitch, we have almost 1,200 followers. So if you're watching this and aren't subscribed or following, please do. Uh, You'll get notifications uh, when we post video or go live. Uh, And also thanks to our 20 Twitch subscribers. If you, you know, know, they, they cost $5 a month or if you have Amazon Prime, you you get a free Twitch sub. We can use that, and doing so gets gets us access to our Discord. Okay, twenty percent off of Manscaped orders with free shipping with our co- code Nindads and I N D A D S. In addition to fifteen percent off of Gooder purchases with the same code N I N D A D S. We have a merch store at nintendodads.org/merch. 
Huge thanks to Patreon producers Dave Erdsberger, Antonio Contrario, and Solo Something. Visit our website at nintendodads.org for our latest YouTube videos, tweets, podcast episodes, links to all of our social media, and our Patreon page. Or you can also find us at most places. Search Patreon, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Twitch. Search by searching for Nintendo Dads. If you want to email us, you can send us an email at nintendodads at gmail.com. Or you can leave a voicemail by calling us 929-25-N-DADS or 929-256-3237. Big thanks to OC Remix for the music throughout the show. And you can, you know, download us from your favorite podcast app of choice like CastBox, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify. If you're able to give a rating to help us find... To help other people who are searching for Nintendo podcasts for an older audience, then you know, leave, leave leave stars, leave a review to help hopefully bump up that rating to our ranking in their search engines to bring more people into our community. So this ends my almost Pokemon hour, the solo cast. Uh, I think everyone else will be back next week. Next week will also be the quarterly numbers episode, so Business Justin will have his hat on for that. Uh, that think that's about everything. I'll, I'll try to be listening in uh, when Tim does his live stream, but I'll probably be busy playing the game myself. So... So again, thanks for everyone who's listening this and watching this live. And thanks to everyone who listens to this not live, because that's where most of our audience is, frankly. So for Marty, Justin, and Tim, this is Jesse saying good night. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you for listening into Nintendo Dads. Pika, 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 you. I hate you all.